Good evening and welcome to our Bible teachings. And in our lesson today, we will be looking at spiritual overflow. Spiritual overflow. Overflow in our relationship with God. Overflow in order that we may begin to live an impact with our lives. Because ministry is the overflow of our relationships with God. I strongly believe that many of us have a passion to live an impact with our lives. Many of us are caught up with winning the loss, caught up with encouraging others, caught up with exercising one spiritual gift or the other. We are all caught up in serving the Lord in one domain or the other. And the secret for impact the secret for fruitfulness in that service is actually what the Bible calls spiritual overflow. The overflow of our relationship with God. An overflowing life will leave an impact touching the lives of men, transforming the lives of men, and bringing men to the position that through us they will equally touch the God that we have encountered. The Lord Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10, verse 10, He said the thief comes only to kill, only to steal and kill and destroy. He said, I have come that they may have life. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Another version says, and have it to the full till it overflows. The Lord Jesus Christ came to give life and not to give life just at that very low level, but giving life to fullness. Life without measure. The passion on God's heart is that every one of his children may be filled with God, full of God, and overflowing with God. And it is this overflowing relationship with God that is called ministry. It is the overflowing relationship with God that will leave an impact in people's life. And unfortunately, many believers are not leaving an impact with their life because they do not know fullness and they do not know an overflowing relationship with God. I came that they may have life. Not only have life, but have it to the full and have it till it overflows. Life till it overflows. And that source of life till it overflows must be known by the believer and the believer must tap from that life until there is an overflowing life that begins to leave an impact in the lives of others. And that is what ministry is. A believer pays a price to go closer and closer and closer to God in order that he may not only know fullness, but he may know overflowing and overflowing life. Let us look at a story in, in, 
the book of Ezekiel chapter 47 in order to understand the impact of this fullness. For it is fullness that leads to ministry and it is ministry that leads to fruit. A person living in fullness will overflow and the overflow is called ministry and that ministry, without ministry, you can never know fruit. We may have God, but do we have fullness? Have we pressed on and pressed on and pressed on until we have an overflowing relationship with God, that overflowing relationship with God that is actually touching the lives of people? In Ezekiel chapter 47, the Bible reads, The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. Get it where the water was coming from? From the south of the altar. The altar, the altar, the altar, the place of sacrifice, the place of a relationship with God, the place where we offer prayers, where we offer our gift to God, the, uh, the, the, the water was coming from there. Then he brought me out towards the north gate and led me around outside to the outer gate facing east, and the water was flowing from the south side. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then he led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to the west. He measured up another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in a river that no one could cross. He asked me, son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into the Araba. And where it enters the sea, where it enters the sea, when it empties into the sea, the water there becomes fresh. Some of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this water flows towards flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fishermen will stand along the shore from Engedi to Engrem. There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds like the fish of the great sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for soil. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear, they will bear because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food and their leaves 
for healing. Levels of relationship with God that finally leads to fullness and the fullness that finally leads to abundant fruit. First, he measured a thousand and let me throw water that was ankle deep. So there is a level, just the, the relationship that is just at the level of the ankle. There is a relationship. There are those who end there. They will never know fullness. There is the ankle deep relationship. There is the knee deep relationship. There is a, the, the west, the relationship at the level up to the west. Then there is the, the relationship, the river, the abundance of, of, of that relationship with God that brings your life into a life that people can swim in. Have you ended at just that level of ankle deep relationship? You draw close to God, but you just touch God at the level of the ankle. For some, they press on and they end at the level of the knee. Who will ever swim in your life? Some press on and they reach at the level of the west and that is how it ends. But there are those who press on until the river, there, there is that, the water become a mighty river. And like the Lord Jesus Christ said, on the last day of the feast, he cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come. For those who believe in me, out of their belly will flow rivers of living waters. There is what is, the Lord is waiting to release for every one of us. It's called rivers of living waters. It is these rivers of living waters that will begin to live an impact for the Lord. There are those who have not paid the price, who have not gone close enough to graduate from ankle to knee to waist until their life is called the river lives. And as we saw earlier, this water was coming from under the temple, the, the, the altar, the place where people stay. This time spent with God at the level of prayer, abiding at the altar, sacrificing at the altar until something begins to happen, until the river life is produced. Abiding in the place of prayer until the river life is produced. This water flows towards the eastern region. And he said, when I arrived, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. And that river... It was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in. The water had risen and risen and was deep enough to swim in. The overflowing life, that your life had risen and risen until people can begin to swim in your life. A river that no one could cross. Son of man, do you see this? There is something about your life that can be seen. There is a pressing on until you begin to know a fullness that people can begin to see. 
Then he led me back to the bank of the, of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. And he said, this water flows towards the eastern region and goes into the Araba. When, where it enters the sea, where it enters the sea, when it empties into the sea, the water there becomes fresh. The overflowing relationship with God that will bring freshness wherever you go. That will bring revival in the life of others. Your own relationship with God will be able to kindle the heart of other people to begin to desire God. If you do not know the overflowing relationship with God... You only end up having a selfish life where it is you and your God. It does not become you, your God, and the multitude of people that you have equally raised of that they begin to have a great passion for God. You will not bring freshness into the life of others. When it emptied to the sea, the, the, the water they become fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. The overflowing relationship with God will bring life. You will go to a church and then you will bring life. You go into to a house church somewhere, you will bring life. People will come close to you, you will bring life. The overflowing relationship with God is aimed at producing life in the living and impact in the life of others, bringing life, bringing forth life, bringing forth life. The overflowing relationship with God, ministry that will produce life, ministry that will produce abundance. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the, the river flows. There will be large number of fish. And when we talk about fish, we are talking about soul. There will be multitude of people who will come to the, live, to, to the saving knowledge of the Lord because of the overflowing relationship that you have with God. There will be large number of fish. Because this river, this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. Large number of fish because of the freshness. For souls to be won, there must be increasing fresh relationship with God. Fresh relationship with God. When people have lost God and their life only becomes salty, 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 we are not talking about the type of saltiness that brings preservation. There's a type of relationship with God. That a little word thrown here and there begin to draw people to the Lord. There's also a loss of a man's relationship with God so that hours spent preaching will not produce a single soul, will not catch a single fish into the kingdom of God. When it empty into the sea, there will be a large number of fish so where the river flows, 
Because this river flows there and make the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Even when people have lost their relationship with God, if you know an overflowing relationship with God, when you begin to interact with them, they themselves will know an overflowing relationship with God. Your life become a fire that will kindle a passion for God in the life of others. That's the impact of an overflowing, a spiritual overflow, and overflowing relationship with God. Your life will kindle the fire in the heart of others. The spark that people had will be set ablaze so that they will have new passion, new desire for God, new passion for soul, new desire to serve God, new desire to go for God. When people have lost God, where they go, they quench the fire that was in the heart of others. There will be a large number of fish. Fishermen will stand along the shore. So what is happening is that there are fishermen that as a result of this river life, there will be many workers. Many workers will be raised for the kingdom. If we know an overflowing spiritual relationship and uh, an overflowing life, we will raise many workers. Our presence will raise many workers for the kingdom of God. But unfortunately for many people, where they go, they quench the passion for Christian service in the heart of others because all that is on their heart is the love of the world, the desire to make money, the desire to become rich. Wherever they go, they pollute the heart of the Nazarite. Those who were consecrated for God begin to abandon their consecration because they see their worldliness and begin to long for the worldliness of those who have lost God. Fishermen will stand along the shore. From Engedi to England, there will be places for spreading nets. <clears throat> And the fish will be of many kinds. When there's an overflowing relationship with God, this spiritual overflow, all types, all categories of people will be worn into the kingdom of God. The rich will be worn to the kingdom of God. The educated will be worn. The illiterate will be worn. The poor will be worn. All categories of people. All kinds of fish. Like the fish of the great sea. But the swarm and the matching will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Fruit trees of all kinds. The overflow, spiritual overflow will lead to fruitfulness. Will lead to ministry that will produce fruit. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both, both, both banks of the river. So spiritual overflow is the pathway to fruitfulness. If your life has become barren, it is always and it is likely an indication that you need a spiritual overflow. You need to know an overflow in your relationship with God. You may still be serving God, but your service for God, your ministry is no longer living the type of fruit that it used to have before because you have become dry in the inside. You have become dry. There are fr fruit of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. 
Their leaves will not wither nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. So the water from the sanctuary, this overflowing relationship with God, this encounter with God will lead to fruit being born month after month, week after week, day after day. And their fruit will serve for food. People will come and there will be abundance of spiritual food to eat. And their, their fruit will, and their leaves for healing. There will be healing. People will be healed physically. People will be healed spiritually. People will be healed emotionally. People will be healed in every area of their life because of their overflowing relationship with God. What are we saying? We are talking about the critical importance of believers knowing this spiritual overflow in order that they may be competent ministers of the new covenant. They may, may be competent ministers that will be fruitful. They will be competent ministers that will raise up leaders. They will be competent ministers that will raise up workers. They will be competent ministers that will produce abundant fruitfulness. And they will be competent ministers that will set other believers are blessed. They will be agents of revival because they have touched God. God wants us to experience this overflow, this abundance. It is this overflowing life that leads to ministry. A dry person cannot touch the lives of others. When you have become dry in your heart, dry in your inside, you will carry out ministry, but you will not touch the life of others because there is nothing that flows out of you to begin to leave an impact in the lives of others. And ministry for you becomes a burden. People will need to encourage you to preach, but when you are full of God, when you know spiritual overflow, Nobody encourages you to speak. It is burning like Jeremiah said. You cannot keep it. The word will be in your heart like a fire, like fire shut up in your bone, buried in your bone, and you cannot keep it. With that fullness to overflow, true ministry is not possible. Many believers burn out because they have given out so much. When you give out, after a time you will become dry. And when you become dry, you will burn out. There is a need for fullness. For there is first of all fullness. Until there is fullness, there can be no overflow. The power to be filled with God, full of God, and ensure that the fullness is kept and kept until not only are you full, you begin to overflow and begin to touch the lives of others. Let us open our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 3. Just look at what Paul's passion was for these brethren. Ephesians chapter 3. Why in Ephesians chapter 3 from verse 14? Paul said, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom his 
His whole family in heaven and on earth drives his name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. You may be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all sin to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. To know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. He said, I pray that out of his glorious riches, there is the strengthening with the power of God in your inner being. So there's the inner strengthening that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. That you may be rooted, you may be established in love. So it is this relationship with Christ that finally leads to this fullness. And that you may have power to get out all the sins. To grasp how wide, how low, how high, how deep is the love of, of Christ. The knowledge of God. The knowledge of God's love. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the measure of all the fullness of God. God's desire is that we may be Filled with the measure of all the fullness. There is the fullness of God. All the fullness of God. All the fullness of God. All the fullness of God. So there's a need to pray that we'll be able to know this fullness. We'll be strengthened in the inside. We'll be rooted. We'll be established. What is the whole thing of the revival message? In order that the saints may become rooted. We read the Bible to become rooted. We pray alone to become rooted. We fast to become rooted. We carry out this aspect of abiding in order to become rooted. And as we become rooted in our relationship with God, we flow out in our relationship with God. And this overflow of our relationship of, with God begin to touch the lives of others. And as their lives are touched, they themselves will be kindled for God, won for God, and transformed into instruments in the hands of the Lord. So our life begin to live an impact in the life of others because we have touched God. Strengthen in our inside. Establish in Him. And as we are established in Him, not only are we benefiting, but many other people will benefit because of us. And that is ministry. Spiritual overflow. And this overflow is as a result of our relationship with Christ. Let us look at Colossians chapter 2. It is taking care of our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Developing a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Paying the price to know Jesus more and more that we will come to this position of fullness in Christ and overflowing in our relationship with Christ. Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10. 
For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ. How can we be given fullness in Christ and we choose rather to maintain dry lives, lives that are burnt, lives that are not living in part? We are sharing this because we shall be entering as we begin to look at the other aspect of abiding of the revival message. We are seeing how, what is the benefit of all that in our lives? We read the Bible in order to know fullness. We pray in order to know fullness. We withdraw and retreat in order to know fullness. Fullness with Christ and not being full, full of the world, not being full of sin, not being full with the self-life. And this fullness is said for in Christ, in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. If a person wants to know fullness in God, fullness in his relationship with God, it is being filled with Christ. And you have been given fullness. And this is a given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every, over every power and authority. Christ the head over every power and authority, and we've been given fullness in Christ. If we labor and know this fullness in Christ, we will equally enter the highest level of authority that any human being can ever exercise because as we develop our relationship with Christ, we equally know the authority in Christ that is ours to exercise. So this fullness... Of the deity lives in bodily form in Christ, and we have been given fullness. And we, if we have been given fullness in our relationship with Christ, we receive the fullness. We lay hold on the fullness, and we overflow, and we begin to touch the life of others because we are filled with Christ to overflow. We are filled with Christ to overflow. Again in Colossians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1, what does God require of us? Paul said, for this reason, ever since we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all all spiritual wisdom and understanding. The power of prayer in order that a person may be filled with all the knowledge of God. How often do you pray for your relationship with God? How often do you pray that you may know God? How often? So, our relationship with God develop not only to, to ankle level, not only to knee level, not only to waist level, but to this level of river life, an overflowing relationship with God. What is the real problem? The real problem is that the many lack this overflow because of spiritual leakages. There are causes of the lack of the overflowing spiritual life. And what are the spiritual leakages? 
If a person is living in sin, you may be traveling and you actually inflate the tires of your car. But if there is a puncture along the way, the air will gradually go out and after a time your tire will become flat. That is what sin does in the life of a believer. That's what the love of the world does in the life of a believer. That's what the love of the things of, of the world does in the life of a believer. That's what the passion for the self-life does. Your life will become like a flat tire where you are moving, but you can no longer move at the speed that God desires you. Your life actually becomes like, like the chariot of Pharaoh in the Red Sea. So sin can cause spiritual leakages. The self-life can cause spiritual leakages. The world can cause spiritual leakages. The passion for the love of the world can cause spirit, will, will cause spiritual, not can, they will cause spiritual leakages. Then spiritual malnourishment. You do not know what it means to, sp- to sit by the word and read the word and read and digest the word until you begin to flow out, until you are filled and satisfied. Spending time. So many people are malnourished. They can spend a whole week without reading the Bible. They can wake up in the morning. And then they begin to move around carrying out their activity when they have not encountered God. So those, if you are malnourished and not giving, because you are not giving enough time with God, you will not know spiritual overflow. Lack of spiritual overflow is because a man is giving himself more to ministry and is not equally withdrawn to be refilled. Lack of being refilled by God will lead to spiritual dryness. If you look at the life of our our master, he will give time to minister, but very soon he is on the mountain with his God. To be refilled. To touch his father again. For power go, when power has gone out, if power does not come back in, after a time, a man will be a person who is just depending on what he used to do in the past. His story is, the, what, the way, what I used to do in the past, no longer what I am doing in the present. He become a man of the past, a total backslider. Are you being used by God? Are you being refilled? Are you giving enough time? Spiritual diseases, emotional diseases, all the time you are thinking of negative thing, negative thing, negative thing to the extent that you even lack faith in God, faith in yourself, faith in others. You doubt everything and you doubt everyone. You will constantly know spiritual dryness. So there's lack of overflow. But there's equally the pathway that you can be refilled. After you have given out, you are no longer full. If you take a a bottle and you fill it with water, it will become full. But if you drink a portion of it, there may still be water inside. But that same bottle or cup is no longer full. He that has given out must withdraw to be refilled. We get refilled in our relationship with God as we give ourselves to this positive aspect of revival. 
Waking up a great while before day to have this personal time alone with God through our daily dynamics encounter with God. Through our meditation, where we receive the word, we chew the word, we receive revelation from the word and feed our spirit with the word. And our spirit will be rekindled and set ablaze uh, even after, after we have been used. This time spent reading the word. This time that we spend reading Christian literature in order that we may fellowship with, 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 with the spiritual fathers, those who may have gone ahead of us. We listen to God through them as they begin to share with us some of their experiences. We get refilled as we spend time to pray alone. As we spend time to pray with others. We get refilled as we constantly withdraw in order to fast. We constantly withdraw to be alone on spiritual retreat. It is spiritual fullness, spiritual overflow is not automatically returned. You can be full today and overflowing today and tomorrow it is no longer the same case because you have given out. Brethren, as men and women with a passion to live an impact in ministry, as men and women with a passion to minister from a position of overflow to our God and the, the people that he has sent us to, we pay the price to ensure that we constantly know spiritual overflow, spiritual fullness that leads to overflow. And it is this overflow that is called ministry. And it is as we minister that we will know fruit. And the fruitfulness is actually the cure of barrenness. And that will bring joy to the father of our father and equally satisfaction and rest in our own hearts. We pay the price. We move on. We refuse to be satisfied with the ankle level of relationship with God. We refuse to be satisfied with the knee level of relationship with God. We refuse to be satisfied with the west level of relationship with God. We set out to know the river lives because we must live an impact with our life and that impact is not just because of ourselves it is because the Lord passing through us and therefore we must be filled and filled with the fullness of God it's my prayer for myself and for you that we press on and know the fullness in our relationship with God so that we live an impact in our relationship with God and begin to touch lives so that souls will come into the kingdom, so that workers will be raised for the kingdom, so that there will be healing, so that there will be revival, there will be freshness. Wherever we go, we'll be able to kindle the passion of other people for the Lord because we ourselves are knowing a living relationship with God as a result of this fullness, spiritual overflow. That is why the whole thing about the abiding in Christ, the positive aspect of revival is for a purpose. In order that we may be filled, we may be full, we may overflow. And as a result of that, we may be fruitful for our master in ministry 
and certainly souls will be won, churches will be planted, new localities will be conquered, and more and more we prepare ourselves and open the door for our soon, the soon return of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you as we set out on this path, pathway of knowing spiritual overflow. God bless you.